Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. I saw that vinyl outsold CDs for the first time since like the 80s. Makes sense. Yeah, because people aren't buying as many CDs, yeah. period. You're streaming, you're downloading. And, and then, then you vinyl, collect the vinyl. You, vinyl you go buy because it's cool. Yeah. Not because you're going to constantly listen to it over and over. You do some, but but yeah, I guess to me that says more about people not buying CDs than it does people buying records. And then too, a little bit is because a lot of artists are putting their stuff on vinyl. Yeah, to be cool. Like they'll do limited mm-hmm. releases yeah. of it. Like Reba's last album, she mm-hmm. did a bunch of vinyl and signed all of them too. And the reason they do those and sign them is because it's expensive. To and make like, them. Yeah, and, and to, and to sell them. Yeah. And so they sign them so people will buy them, which would be pretty cool to have. The safest drug in America. Yeah. What are you thinking? Like uh, over-the-counter <laughs> or prescription? Like, no, no. Like a drug. Oh, like a legal drug? Like, like an a, illegal drug. Oh, like a DEA? Yeah. What do you what? think the safest drug in America is? Marijuana. According to a new study, magic mushrooms are the safest recreational drug to take. Researchers found that only 0.2% required emergency medical treatment because of a side effect. They don't have, I, don't, I think marijuana is legal in so many places. Now. Oh, okay. So it's now it's not. Okay. Well, the rates for people who took cocaine, meth, heroin, other narcotics are at least five times higher. The biggest risk for mushrooms eating the wrong ones and getting a bad stomach virus. Oh, yeah. Oh. So getting a virus is basically the worst thing that can happen with me- what? I don't want to take anything that's called a magic mushroom, but I guess if I had to choose between <laughs> magic mushroom, cocaine, and heroin, I might, like, if I had to choose. Isn't there a pizza place called Magic Mushroom? Yeah. Yes. Mellow, mellow Mushroom. Mellow. Mellow. Yeah. Okay, I, I agreed with you first. No, it's Mellow. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah man. I'll go, I'll go there every day right after the show. Hey. Yeah. So, so you can't eat the ones, like, straight from your backyard. No. No. Yeah. That's not the same thing. I think that's what people are if doing. If anyone on this show would have tried mushrooms, it's probably Eddie. Have not, though. No. Mm-mm. Scuba Steve raised his hand. You have, Scuba? Yeah, yeah. If I don't get in trouble here, we used to pick them back in high school in Florida where I grew up, and they're called shrooms. But you pick, no. <laughs> you picked them and just ate them? Yeah, we used to go to cow pastures. What you do yes. is you go to where the trees are at, and then you look for a cow patty, and inside those cow patties, which is cow poop, you find the shrooms inside there. That's what you pick. We would come back with garbage bags full. We were, hi- we were like heroes in high school. And you would sell them? We would use, we would sell them and use them. You were a drug dealer. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> dang, dude! That was high school. I, I was. Uh, I was. They kicked I was... the door in. Now, <laughs> all of this was a ruse to get him to admit to that. This whole story. I had no direction in life. I had no father. I didn't know what I was doing. I I learned later in life that was not the right thing to do. What did it make you feel like? Um, it it made for me. I just laughed. I laugh a lot in general, but I just could not. I couldn't control my laughter. I would just laugh the entire time. The room was kind of woozy, and it was actually a great feeling. Um, and I think it's because of the cow dung that makes you do that. That's why you trip. <laughs> but how, I'm what? Googling cow pastures yeah. right now in town. But you can legally get this in Denver now. I believe Denver has legalized shrooms. Oh. Really? Yeah. What you Doing your research? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I guess, did you ever hallucinate or think you were... Seeing something that wasn't there? No, I never had any hallucinogenics that that, that did that to me, no. Oh. oh. Well, thanks for your candidness. <laughs> no problem. Anytime. I'm here for you. Uh, let's <laughs> let's bring on Caroline Hobby, who has a podcast called Get Real, which you can check out. Caroline, how are you? Hi. Awesome. How are you doing? Pretty good. You ever tried mushrooms? Um, Like in food? No, like <laughs> magic. <laughs> like the drug. Did she not hear us talking on hold? <laughs> Maybe not if no, the show was... I- Oh, go ahead, Caroline. I saw, 
I saw um, a special that Gwyneth Paltrow did on Goop that a lot of people are like microdosing with them, and it's like really curing anxiety. Yeah, Scuba Steve said he used to go and get into cow turds and eat cow turd, and uh, <laughs> he was really happy. Yeah, he loved it, loved it. <laughs> well, Caroline's on. Caroline has a great podcast called Get Real. Caroline, what are you talking about on on your latest podcast? Well, you know, it's been really exciting. I started off covering a bunch of wives of country music artists, which is it's been amazing, and I still do. But lately, I've kind of like expanded to just covering incredible women. So I recently had Rebecca Minkoff on, who is just a global fashion designer. She's someone I've loved her clothes and handbags forever. So to have her on and to talk to her about how she got going and how she's turned into this mega empire was really inspiring. Did you know, fun fact, that Amy used to make purses when she went to Blinn? Oh, no, I made them at A&M. Oh, you went to A&M? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were, it was my junior, senior year of college. My roommate and I started a purse company. We sold it to our sorority sisters. My aunt sent me a picture of one the other day. that back. Oh, no, no, no. No, I mean, we sold them ourselves, but yeah. We were no Rebecca Minkoff. <laughs> Do you know who that is? Yes. <laughs> oh, she's, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much sure. money does Rebecca Minkoff oh, have? Oh, a lot. Yeah? Her stuff's oh, high I mean, end. She has that fun. Yeah. How do you get someone like that as a guest? Do you just DM them? Well, I mean, honestly, I don't really even know how I got her as a guest. I have a website, I mean, an email up on my Instagram. And sometimes people DM me and ask me if I want to interview different artists or different personalities. And when I got that DM, I guess from her representative, I was like, um, yeah. Oh, that's sure. cool. All right. Any, any other episode that you're pretty proud of, the last few that you want to share? Um, I also interviewed a Vine sensation. Her name is Manon Matthews. She had over a billion views on Vine and before it shut down. And we kind of talked about her journey as a comedian because I've never really interviewed a comedian before. And just like the life of a comedian, she just wrote a book that's out. And it was interesting hearing the other side of her personality because when you see comedians, you see this like, amazing, funny, always out there energy. But then like there's a whole other side too that's very like sensitive and vulnerable and we covered a lot of ground and that was a really eye opening conversation for me. So I loved Mina Matthews as well. How does someone have such a big following on Vine and have they do you know if she's trans if it's kind of transitioned to a following on TikTok or Instagram? Well she has like a million followers on TikTok and that's she cool. has like, so I think she has almost 700,000 followers on Instagram. I mean, Jennifer Aniston is one of her besties now because Jennifer loves her comedy so much. So I guess, yeah, she transferred it over to the other platforms. But I know it was a huge disappointment when Vine just, like, shut down out of the blue because yeah. that was her whole livelihood. Wouldn't that be crazy? It's like when TikTok is about to go down and all these people that make their living off of doing TikTok videos. And, again, it may sound trivial to us, but that's their job. I mean, look at our job. It's pretty dumb, too. And they're like, oh, we're shutting TikTok down. You know their butts puckered a ton mm-hmm. going, oh, crap. Um, oh, there she is. All right, Caroline Hobby. Check out Get Real, the podcast with Caroline Hobby. She hosts it, and that's what it's all about. Caroline, thank you very much. Hope you're good. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, there she is. All right, bye, Caroline. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Uh, do you want to read some Lunchbox comments from yes. Cuties? Oh, boy. <laughs> On yesterday's show, Lunchbox, I have them all pulled up here. I'll read them. Um, Lunchbox watched Cuties on Netflix to review it for us and said, hey, you know what? It's actually pretty good. And this movie is getting busted because it says they're over-sexualizing young girls. But your argument is... They are doing it 
to send a message, and I don't think they're sexualizing the girls. They're showing you what girls do to get likes on social media. They are doing these dances and stuff to put it up to be cool amongst their their peers and trying to get ooh all that clout on so social media. So they're creating awareness. At yes, what's they're really bringing happening. topics to the forefront that need to be talked about that kids are facing, but we act like. It's not going on. Not well, at my kid's school. Later on on this show, too, Morgan, number two, we'll review it. We did that on the show today. But here are some comments from Lunchbox on yesterday's show. Lunchbox, any male that thinks little girls dressing and dancing like that is okay and entertaining, you're a suspect to being a pedophile. I hope that at Radio Emmy keeps an eye on you around her daughter. <laughs> oh. What do you think about that one? I'm not concerned about Lunchbox yeah, being around either. my children. That word pedophile is a big word it's to throw around. Word. It's like the worst thing you could say about someone. Uh, here's one. Just when you think Lunchbox couldn't look more like a child molester. <laughs> Again, nothing to do with anything. This is how mean people are online. Uh, Lunchbox. Only the mind of a pedophile would find this defensible. Um, from Mike Proctor. For, for F's sake, not even kids are sacred in this country anymore. Now I wonder what will Amy and her husband think when you're around their daughter. You're getting a lot of those. Yeah, got one today from Jason. At Radio Lunchbox is a hashtag pedophile, hashtag oh. pedophilia, hashtag at Radio Me Wake well, Up. He got tagged You're, like as a wow. What I'm going to bet is that none of these people. Listen, I'm not watching it. No, they but haven't I'm, watched I'm it. I bet that none of them have watched it, and they're just seeing the news. Yeah. And, and that's what we all do. Sometimes I'll see a headline and go, "What the crap?" Without actually getting into it, I'm trying to be better at that. Amy, your thoughts? Yeah, I. Uh, I would never call you that lunchbox. I don't think because you watch this movie and that's your take on it that that makes you a. I don't even want to say it and like with your name because it's just not true. You're safe around my kids. I'm still not watching it though. Yeah, it sucks you have to even <laughs> say that. Yeah. Safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, check out Morgan's review later. Uh, here is Beth from Pittsburgh. I just wanted to ask the studio and you an opinion. I'm doing a road trip tomorrow. We're stopping in Nashville. Where should we stop to eat in Nashville? Thanks. You guys have a good day. Mm. What's open? This is hard. Well, everything's <laughs> open. Yeah, just at a limited capacity, which you should be fine. To it's get tough because a lot of people are like, hey, coming to Nashville, can't wait. I'm yeah. like, you should wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smart to wait. Because if you go out after nine, you're probably going to get corona because... The city just runs amok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you don't, everything else is shut down. Where would you recommend they eat? Hattie B's. The yeah. hot chicken's a thing, That's right? Good, you got yeah. Arnold's. Hattie B's has a line around it sometimes. And probably just socially distance in line. We went to a place that was, because we we didn't go to Olive Garden. We should yeah. go to Olive Garden once a week, but we didn't go to Olive Garden this week. We went to um, Cinco de Mayo. I'm not recommending it. I'm just telling you guys it's good. In Brentwood, North Brentwood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. It's really good. Never been. Is it good? And they have white queso, which I love. And yeah, Kate, queso Caitlin, Blanco, yeah. Caitlin loves it more than I do, but white queso. Queso okay, Blanco. Yeah. Yeah, queso Blanco, yeah. <laughs> that was a good little Mexican place last night. Okay. I think that's it. Oh, let me shout out Angie Taylor, who works, well, did work at Kiss FM in Chicago, but now she works over on, on the rock station. We were taken off in Chicago, which, by the way, unfairly, you can't pull a show during a pandemic. Whatever. But Wait, hold on. What I didn't know Angie moved to Rock. The, so that station they flipped to Rock. The like top 40? No, 95.5. She Ours? left Kiss. Oh my gosh. Okay. Got it. Cuz it was Fred and Angie. She's going over to the Rock station that used to be what the country station is, but they flipped it to Rock and she's going over to head that morning show. Oh. Do a show by herself and well, I'm that's super, awesome. super proud of her. Yeah. One big deal just to have your own show, but two there aren't as many women hosts as there should be. And yeah, I love that. So I messaged her yesterday. I was very excited for her. 
like eight percent of me was still irritated they flipped that station mm. unfairly. They just got a rock guy running that over there. Like, let's flip it to a rock station. Okay, well, let's see what happens. Okay, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet hey, don't listen- worry. <laughs> Elephant never forgets. That's right. You think he's listening right now? He will. I don't, even, I don't even know who he is. I don't even know who he was when I saw his name. Um, anyway, that's the deal. Wait, expand on that saying, an elephant never forgets? Uh-huh. They don't. Because they don't? Like, really, they don't? I mean, that's what they say. The elephant remembers everything. Yeah. Huh. You never heard that before? I just, not in a while. I get, you know, I heard one bite at a time. That's how you eat an elephant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many elephants. One bite. <laughs> yeah. How do you eat an elephant? One bite, one bite, one bite at, at a time. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you're, over, if you're feeling overwhelmed, it's good to remember that. Like one bite at a time. Uh, okay, that's it. Okay. I'm just marking stuff out. Or like a bunch of ants can kill an elephant. Is okay, that we're one? done. Sorry, okay. folks. We're, we're, we're going to get started with today's show. All right, bye, everybody. Hey guys, welcome to Tuesday's show. More studio. Morning. Morning. Amy, how are you? Doing good. How about you? Pretty good. Caitlin loves candles. She just loves to light a candle and let it smell good. Sometimes she'll just turn the lights off and light a candle and sit in there and work or read. I'm not a candle guy that much. Are you a candle person? Yes, I love candles. Well, there are now football scented candles that are on sale. And some of the smells in the football scented candle world are nachos. Oh. Artificial turf Field mm. and jockstrap. That's got no. <laughs> clean or dirty. I thought they would be like a leather football, you know, or something like that. That that like a new car leather. It, if you're interested, a three pack of candles costs sixty nine dollars. <laughs> Who made these? You? This is a joke. No, it's not a joke. <laughs> uh, you can. We'll put the link up on our Facebook page. We're not making any money off of them. I just thought it was interesting. Mm. I think. It would be funny if I was like, hey, if you get to do your candle, I get to do mine, and I light jockstrap every night. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross. Light it up. I'd like to say good morning to everyone. Good morning. morning. Thank you. Except to this person. Cops in Ohio broke up a college party last Saturday. It turned out to be that one of the kids throwing it had coronavirus. Oh, boy. He had tested positive a week earlier. He threw the party anyway. The cops' chest cam got their conversation on video. Here's a clip from the body cam. I've never seen this before. There's an input on the computer that you tested positive for COVID? Yes. When was this? This was a week ago. Are you supposed to be quarantining? Yeah, that's why I'm at my house. Do you have other people here and you're positive for COVID? How many other people have COVID? They all do. Everybody has it? What? There were 20 people inside the house. The six guys who lived in the house were cited. Um, civil penalty, probably get fined, but he's like, eh, let's have a party anyway. That's messed up. That's messed up. What, Amy? I just, people just blow my mind. I'm just speechless right now. Like, I don't understand how some people's brains think. This is Ashley from Louisiana. So, I have an almost four-year-old son, and we listen to the show every morning. Recently, we decided we wanted to raise some caterpillars. We ended up finding two monarch caterpillars yesterday, and I was going to name them Bobby and Caitlin. Well, then this morning, we found two more. So, I naturally had to switch the name to the core four of the show. Now we have... Bobby, Amy, Lunchbox, and Eddie, the Caterpillars. Well, then this afternoon we found the fifth one. So here's my dilemma. Do we name it Morgan number two or Raymundo? I just want to tell his opinion. Guys? Oh, that's That's easy. I'd say... (laughs) Morgan number two. (laughs) I mean, when it comes... My brain, because it's hard for me to decide too, and I would pick either one. So you could either flip a coin 
or base it on who's been with the show the longest. Ray? And Ray's on the air a little more. I would say look for some more caterpillars. Okay, there you go. That's probably the best one. Yeah. (laughs) Good one. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Ashley, for that call. Bobby and Eddie's music school is now in session. Up in the morning and out to school. Well, we've all heard The Devil Went Down to Georgia from Charlie Daniels. Here you go. Johnny Ross, up your bow and play your fiddle hard. I found this whole story, and let me tell you, I had to learn a little something here. Charlie Daniels scored his biggest, most career-defining hit ever with The Devil Went Down to Georgia. But the song originally began because he and his band were lacking a fiddle-oriented song for one of their albums, right? And they were like, okay, we'll do a big fiddle song. So they rehearsed, they wrote, they recorded the music, and they're like, well, let's do it. So... It goes on, it wins, but then there was a sequel in 1993 called The Devil Comes Back to Georgia. Have you heard about this? Mm-mm. It was included on an album featuring Travis Tritt as The Devil, Marty Stewart as Johnny, and Johnny Cash as the narrator, <laughs> and Charlie Daniels on the fiddle. Here's a clip. It's been ten long years since the devil laid his fiddle at Johnny's feet, and it burned inside his mind the way he suffered that defeat. In the darkest pits of hell, the devil hatched an evil plan to tempt the fiddle player, for he's just a mortal man. The sin of pride, the devil cried, is what will do you in. I thought we had this settled. I'm the best it's ever been. Johnny, did you ever know the time? That's awesome, dude. It's awesome. The that's acting, so not cool. the best, but that's still pretty good. That's still pretty good. I could have rehearsed a few more times. But, <laughs> but I didn't know that there was a sequel to The Devil Went Down to Georgia. And that Johnny Cash did it. It's called The Devil Comes Back to Georgia. Huh. God, Johnny's voice sounds so good in that, huh? Yes, it does. God, it sounds so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, thought I'd share that with you guys. There you go. That's Bobby and Eddie's Music School for me. Class dismissed. That was Bobby and Eddie's Music School. A listener left a voicemail and asked us to bring this game back, so we've done it for a couple of times here. We're going to play Never Gonna Get It, but first, let's talk to Rhonda in Tennessee. Hey, Rhonda, good morning. Hey, good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. How the heck are you? I'm great. Thank you. It's my birthday. I'm 60 years old. Oh, come on. Hey, hey, Rhonda. So really snuck up on me. Growing up, did everybody go, help me, Rhonda. Help, help help me, Rhonda. Every day, every day, every day. It's the only Rhonda song. I guess so. (laughs) Help me, Rhonda. You're along with my heart. Uh, well, well, happy <laughs> Thank birthday. You for that. I was just going to tell you, I'm a night shift nurse, and I work in Murfreesboro and live in Lynchburg. So I listen to you guys for a whole hour all the way home. And can I, and I work with developmentally delayed adults. I have four guy, uh, three guys in the home, and one of them is listening to you right now on the Big 98. Can I give him a shout-out? Go ahead. Shout-out to Tyrone Jordan. Good morning, Ty. It's Rhonda. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, Ty. It's help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. Okay, Rhonda, it's your birthday. I'm going to let you get in on this game, okay? So you're going to pick one of the players. I'm going to read the question. You pick which one Uh of them you think will win, and if they win, you and them win the money. Oh. Oh, I love it. So before we do Never Gonna Get It, it's really tough. So up for grabs. 20 bucks straight up. If you get it, you win 20 bucks of my money. And Rhonda wins 20 bucks of my money. Are you ready? Ready. Ready. I'm ready. Worldwide, we've used this about 113 trillion times since it was created in 2009. What is it? Now, Rhonda, you can pick Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, or Morgan, and if they get it right, you get it right. 
What do you think? Worldwide, we've used this about 113 trillion times since it was created in 2009. What is it? Which one of them would you like to represent you? Oh, 2009. Oh, and Raymundo, but he ain't going to get it. <laughs> uh, uh, is, uh, is Morgan on there? She is, yeah. Is Morgan included? Yeah, let me have Morgan because she, she's a young one, so she'll, she'll be up on these things. Smart. On the phone right now is Rhonda, and Rhonda has chosen Morgan number two to represent her. The question, and never going to get it. Worldwide, we've used this about 113 trillion times since it was created in 2009. What is it? Amy, what do you have? iPhones. The iPhone, just general iPhone? Yeah, because I think it was invented in 2009. Okay. Lunchbox. Well, going on that, I put find my phone. Oh, interesting. Yeah, a lot of lost oh. phones out there. Oh, oh, Rhonda was moved by that one. <laughs> yeah, Rhonda, Rhonda yeah, thinks that was a good one. That was a good one. You didn't pick me, though, so ha. Eddie? Okay, so Sorry. I like how you said worldwide. I'm going to go with Netflix. Okay. Come on. Did that come out in 2009? I have no idea. Oh, that's hey, Raymundo, what do you think it is? I went with Roomba, the vacuum that does it what automated. Oh. 113 trillion times? <laughs> They're more popular than you think. Yeah. Okay. I guess that was the Netflix delivery. That's been around oh for a long gosh. time. The DVD. Morgan, uh, if knows? you get this, Rhonda wins cash and so do you. Oh, so much pressure. Morgan, she chose you. What is your answer? Uh, well, I, I'm pretty positive this came out right before I went into high school and it would have been Facebook. So that's my guess. Uh-oh. Facebook. Right. That well, was 2002 or three. I'm going to say this. One right. of you guys are close. Oh, but no. Yes. <sighs> but didn't get it. Mike, but what do you say, Mike. The I tell you what, I tell you what, whoever it is, I'm going to give a chance to make it a little more specific. Oh, okay? wow, wow, wow. Hold on, hold on. Amy, your answer was? iPhones. Incorrect. Oh. Not on there. Eddie, your answer was? Netflix. Incorrect. Not on there. Love it. Thank you. Morgan, your answer was? Facebook. Okay, it's you. Oh, me. Now. Okay. It's not just Go with Facebook. It. Hey, stop, stop, stop. Amy, don't tell her anything. I'm not telling her. Yes, you were. No, it's yeah, you it's not your money. Her. I put your money in Never mind. Never mind. She, I'm tra- the caller no. picked more hey, than two, It's for too. Rhonda, though. Hey, it's not for me. Rhonda. The it's- caller can kick rocks. It's my money. <laughs> okay. I thought, all right. Never mind. All right. We got to be fair here. encouragement. Morgan, I need a specific answer here. Worldwide, we've used this 113 trillion times since it was created in 2009. You can talk with Rhonda about it, but I need your answer in about 15 okay. seconds. Okay, Rhonda, how are you feeling? Is there, Do you have any thoughts on this? I, I, I do, I do. Is it Facebook Live? Oh, that's a good one because it's streaming. I don't know if Facebook Live came until a little bit later, though. But, but well, yeah. Hmm. But if it's Facebook-related... That's the I only thing that's that pretty myself. close. All right, that's time. Right. That's not my guess. Morgan, I need an answer. Well, mm, Rhonda, there's two two options here, Facebook related: that Facebook Live or Facebook Messenger. Oh, I would oh. go Messenger. Messenger? Do you feel confident about that? Yeah, I, okay. I feel confident about that. Definitely. Facebook. Use it every day. Messenger. Use it every day, Rhonda. Who you talk to most? <laughs> Uh, my son, my son, William, yeah. All he right. sends me funny stuff, and I've seen him funny stuff, and it's kind of how we communicate. <laughs> Ask her, like, what? Like, what? <laughs> we send it to me. <laughs> What's okay, like Rhonda, <laughs> the answer is, oh, no. it is Facebook. Mm. 
What do you think it is, I Smarty thought it was Pants? maybe, I don't know the for sure, but I was thinking the like button. It's the like button. Yeah, oh, oh, no. That's why I didn't want you to say anything. Okay, I wasn't going to say anything to her. Oh, Rhonda, I'm oh, so sorry. Rhonda. We've oh. used the Facebook like button 113 trillion times since it was created in 2009. Morgan, uh, you were close. How do you even monitor that? Uh, <laughs> I had Mike D go count them all. Yeah. <laughs> Rhonda, happy birthday to you. I'm sorry you didn't win, but I had a lot of fun talking with you. I had a lot of fun with you guys. Thank you so much for all the positivity, and I really appreciate you. You too appreciate that. All right, there she is. Rhonda, everybody. Yeah. There she goes. Rhonda. Bobby the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Some early winners of the ACM Awards were announced. Thomas Rhett won Video of the Year. Music Event of the Year went to Miranda Lambert, Maren Morris, Ashley McBride, Tennille Towns, Kaylee Hammock, and Elle King for their collaboration. And Hillary Lindsay won Songwriter of the Year. Keith Urban is set to debut his single One Too Many with Pink during the ACM Awards. He talks about collaborating with her. I, I love Pink. I just love her voice. Always have. The, when I first heard her voice on that song, I just couldn't believe it. It just was absolutely stunning. Almost like that song was written for her. John Party is releasing a deluxe version of his Heartache Medication album on October 2nd. It will have three new songs, including a Western version of his song, Ain't Always the Cowboy. It ain't always the cowboy It ain't got a lot of hay around Ain't got no settled down in their boots Gone just what they do Morgan number two, that's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Officer Dennis Rowe is driving down his patrol car in the hot Georgia heat down a road and he sees a man walking. He's like, man, it's hot out here. Like, what are you doing walking? The guy says, well, my bike got stolen. I work at Walmart, and it got stolen there in the parking lot, so I don't have a bike. I have to walk to work. So the cop says, I'll give you a ride. And when he drops him off, he goes home. He thought, man, I have a bike sitting at home that I bought two two years ago I don't use. So he comes back, gives the guy a bike. I wonder if he went back to work to find him. I mean, I probably went back in there, yeah. yeah. Walmart. Probably. That's awesome. Pretty cool, huh? That's an awesome story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Japan. A 44-year-old man rented a car last July, and he called three weeks later, hey, I need an extension on that car rental. Never heard from him again. He kept the rental car for over a year. Wow. Racking up a $72,000 bill, and police arrested him. You got to think he'll never pay that, right? <laughs> I mean, the kind of guy that keeps... A car isn't the kind of guy that pays a bill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah, good luck getting that money. I'm right. Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Eddie and Lunchbox are going to try to break a world record right now of eating 10 jelly donuts in three minutes. All right. So I'm going to start you guys now and then explain what's going on. Okay. I have the timer ready. You need to hit 11 to break it. Yeah. When you're done, go, ah, uh, done, open your mouth, and then go to the next one. So the food needs to be all the way down the throat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and there's only 12 here. What if I want to keep going? Well, if you can do that, <laughs> grab no, one of Eddie's. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Here we go. They have three minutes, and go. All right. Oh, my god. Timer gosh. has started. Oh, the jelly just oozing out. <laughs> a woman set a Guinness record by eating 10 jelly donuts in three minutes, and she crushed them, too. Mm. Now. Good. Mm-hmm. It makes me jealous that I'm not eating a donut right now, but I have a feeling that in a few seconds... They're going to be sick of them. Yeah. It's just going to be too much. 
Eddie is on number two now. Lunchbox is starting number two. Lunchbox is now starting number two. How Eddie? you doing, Eddie? I'm kind of tall. good. Yeah, I got you. Eddie's biting right into it, but Lunchbox's technique is to bite, but then also rip it off with his hand. I thought he was going to do dip in water. You don't want to do forgot, that? I forgot. All right. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't have his water. We are now 45 seconds Eddie's in. Eddie's starting number three. Nice, Eddie. Let's go, baby. What lunch? Hard to swallow. It is hard to swallow. Hey, you got some water there, don't you? I think it's just some milk. It'll be nice. Some milk? Aaron Burr. <laughs> Aaron Burr. <laughs> okay, lunch is on number three. We what? are one minute and ten seconds in. Eddie is trying to put down number four. Three. three. three? Oh. They're both on three. Did I say I was going to give the winner money, too? I don't know, but this yeah. is getting gross mm-hmm. to watch. $600. No, that's not true. Oh, here comes some water. Extra water for you guys. We are in two seconds. One, zero, halfway through. Let's go, guys. It's now oh, game wow, time. Are, Turn it up. Let's tied. go. Let's go. Fourth quarter. They both picked up Woo! Fourth quarter. You've been waiting. You've been training your whole life for this, Eddie. Eddie's on number four. If you're just turning the radio on. Oh, gosh. <laughs> My jaw hurts. <laughs> she has set a Guinness record for eating 10 jelly donuts Which in three your minutes. Which one's favorite so far? Mine's all chocolate. Two minutes. <laughs> one minute to go. Mm. How many lunchbox on? They're on the four. same. Four. They're both on four? Yeah. <laughs> They're not even halfway through the box. <laughs> oh. Five. Five. Oh, they're both on five. Here we go. Now it's just a fight between these two. This is who the Jelly Donut champion is, and they're going to win $25 just for winning. Here we go. Lunchbox takes a drink of water. We're at two minutes and 30 seconds. Eddie. Eddie's just staring at the ground. There you go, Eddie. It's like he's been put into a trance or something. <laughs> Let's go. We got 20 seconds. Let's go, Lunchbox. Let's go, Eddie. Oh, he, got, he went all. Oh, I thought he went all in with that last donut. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh. At 10 seconds, drop your donuts. Nine. Go, Lunch. Eight, pick up a new one. Seven. Pick up a new one. Six. Oh, Lunch <laughs> is choking. Five, four, three, Whoa. two, one. Go. Time. <laughs> I still have some in my mouth. So does he. And he just spit everywhere. He no, just, just water. <laughs> No, no, you did. Like, my dog drools like that when he eats stuff. There's no donut in there. My stomach hurts. <laughs> How do you, you left f- a lot of cream in that box there, bud. How do you out. feel about, because they both did four? Five. Five? I crushed it, man. And you did five? I did five. How do you feel about the woman who ate ten in the same amount of time? <laughs> uh, I, I want to know if she chewed, because maybe that was my mistake. I started not chewing at the end. I think I did a lot better, but... uh Props to her. I'll get her. I'll give me a couple more weeks. Oh, you're going to train and try it again? Can you imagine training for this and how fat you would no, get? I, yeah. Like every week you got to put in your time, for baby. Sure. I got to get my time in first. It's hard to swallow these things because it gets all like, you know, big doughy mm-hmm. in your mouth. You can't take it down. <sighs> all right. Well, Amy, who do you award the, the money to? He's still got They're donuts tied. in his mouth. No, I don't. Tied? Did we just split the money? Yeah. Well, we have no winner in the overall world record, but you both get $12.50. Yeah! yeah! Woo! That's a good day. $12, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Raymundo, you've been engaged for how long? Right now, I would say nine months. Oh, 
what's the normal engagement time to, to marriage? I think the average is a year, right? That's what I've like, read. That's how long it takes? Everybody's different. I was eight weeks. Yeah, you were. Amy was like, boom. <laughs> I'm getting married. You are? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, what's been happening to you? Yeah, so I've been, uh, we have a pool at our apartment complex, and I'll go down there sometimes without my fiance, and I just like to sit on a lawn chair, socially distance, all by myself, listen to a little bit of music, but last couple of times I've been going down there, I get hit on by chicks. So the l- very last time, there was four of them, and they came up and they're like, would you like to party with us? And I was like, ladies, <laughs> I said, I'm engaged, I'm an engaged man, I'm about to get married, so I really don't want to be taking shots with girls, and they just kept pressuring me and pressuring me. Never when I was single did girls come up to me and hit on me, much less four of them at the same time. Have you found with your husband this is something that happens? No, but I don't know that he hangs out at apartment pools where girls are taking shots and partying. How old are the girls? Uh, they're fresh out of college. <laughs> and they think that... <laughs> okay. How you, old are you, Ray? I'm 35. Yeah. No, I'm significantly older than them, and I'm also acting pretty boring. I'm not partying or anything. Why do they want to party with me? And you think that it's because you're engaged now? Yes. It made them even want me to take these jello shots more when I said, hey, I'm I'm actually engaged. They're like, well, come on. Come take these shots. Maybe it's a non-threatening type thing, but for whatever reason, they were digging me. (laughs) And I told my fiance, I was like, I don't know if I can go to the pool solo anymore. I had four chicks. It's that bad yeah, where you it, can't go to the pool without security. So what do you think now? You need to wear an engagement ring so people know? Well, I'll have one on in a couple months. But even yeah. one of the chicks, oh, she was so like adamant about chilling with me. She ended up coming back up to my apartment. She's like, I got to see your penthouse. Wait, what? Yeah. And so I, my <laughs> penthouse, you don't have a penthouse. I really do. It's it, a corner with the best view of the apart, entire apartment. I he think does just, have an amazing view. No, no. I know. But a penthouse, people think that's like the top level of... <laughs> Like a condo building. Yeah. Correct. We rent, but the nicest of the rent. Okay, go ahead. So I, my fiance opens the door and she goes, uh, hi? And I said, she wanted to see our apartment. We you took down- a girl up to your oh room? That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> why, why would you just not say no? They were relentless. And so then we showed him the apartment. And she's now friends with my fiance. But I was like, this never happened to me when I was single. Something well, so about what, that it, it, what are your thoughts about it now? You're like, are you bummed about that? or No, I, I now go to the pool to relax and kind of maybe take a nap, but it's crazy. It, it's crazy. By not wanting girls, all of a sudden now they're like tripling and quadrupling. So what's up with you in the engagement ring, though? Because the last we heard, you wanted one that was really expensive. Yeah, so I'm trying for diamonds, and my fiance is going hard against that. She wants to go traditional, classic. And she's even having now other guys show me their rings that don't have diamonds, but... If it's something I'm going to wear, why not have a little bit of bling, a watch, a little bling ring? I found this one that was like a Super Bowl ring. I mean, it was no. so decked out in diamonds. <laughs> I didn't even know that was an option. And to clarify, it's a wedding ring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Called so, it an engagement. But, a wedding band. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. But sure. I'll have it decided because we got these deals, I believe, this month, so I have to have it. And you want, what, what, do you, what color do you want it? Black, and then it, you do the, the diamonds in it. What? What? It, yeah, you can get the black diamonds and the white ones as well. Nice. It, they look sick, honestly. <gasps> I wish I could bring one in here and show it up to the videos and stuff and have people vote on it, do a poll. Yeah. But you can't just, you, you almost got to decide there at the store. How much does that cost? Looking at a G. But I ain't paying for it. And it, Who's paying for it? I believe my fiance does. Yeah. Or I got to ask her dad for it. No. <laughs> hey, pimp, can I get some cash? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Wait, wait, Eddie, what do you think about that one? You got married? 
More chicks? <laughs> I mean, there is a sense of like oh, stop. when you weren't like looking for when you were looking for girls, they were nowhere to be found. But once you're married, you got a ring on. Yeah, then sometimes that they come. Well, Eddie, and, and give us an like, example of the last time you were at the pool and four <laughs> girls came up and asked you to come party with them. I can't remember. It's been a while. <laughs> All right, all right. Bobby, how about you now that you're taken? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are girls flocking to you no, now that you're never, in love? never, not before, not after. Uh, no, no, nobody flocks to me. Let's go over to Morgan number two and have a little food world. It's time for food world. Num, num, num with Morgan number two. I'm really excited about this because Reese's is reportedly dropping a big cup that's stuffed with potato chips. Oh, salty sweet. Yeah, like the perfect combination. So your typical Reese's peanut butter cup, but instead of peanut butter just in the middle, it's like peanut butter and potato chips. That sounds good, huh? Yeah. So good. And I don't like peanut butter, but I can do a peanut butter cup occasionally. Nice. Because the chocolate outweighs the peanut butter. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't choose it up against regular milk chocolate, but if I just need chocolate, sometimes I'll take one for the team and have a Reese's, Reese's cup. What about the Reese's pieces? Yeah, same. Okay, good. It's not just so peanut butter. Yeah. It's more like a peanut butter trail. <laughs> All right. Uh, Morgan, when does this come out? So within the next couple of months, it's only been teased. It hasn't been officially confirmed quite yet. Yeah, Reese's Big Cup Potato Chips. And that sounds good. All right, there you go. That was Food World with Morgan number two. Nom, nom, nom. Whoa. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. So if you want to go stay in the house that Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was filmed in, you can. They're offering Airbnb nights, and they're only $30 a night because they're celebrating the 30th anniversary. Wow. They better have the same furniture, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure you get the full experience. Here's some of what you can expect. You can lace up with a fresh pair of Air Jordans and shoot baskets in the bedroom. There's turntables if you want to have a DJ Jeff session. (laughs) You can also go through Will's closet, throw on a preppy outfit from Bel Air Academy. And then as a bonus, Jazzy Jeff is going to virtually welcome you to the poolside area. All that for $30? Yeah, $30 a night. Again, only to commemorate the show's 30th anniversary, but Will Smith teamed up with Airbnb for this. Okay, now it makes sense. I knew there had to be more money changing hands than just $30 a night. Got it. Okay, Airbnb. This is an Airbnb thing. And, and then another cool. Because they have plenty of people to stay now because people aren't using Airbnbs because of COVID. Another cool thing is that Airbnb is making a donation to the Boys and Girls Club of Philadelphia. And if you watch the show, you know that Will came from Philadelphia. What part of Philly? In West Philadelphia. West Philadelphia. <laughs> born and raised. All right, what else? <laughs> so if you like peeps. Mm, I don't think anyone likes peeps. Good, I think peeps are made. And you either go, oh, okay, it's the season. I'll try one to see if I like them now, and then you don't. <laughs> or you just hate them. But I don't think anybody loves Peeps. Okay, well, you love Peeps. Got bad news. They're not going to be out this year for Halloween or Christmas. Back in late March, they were still able to release them in time for Easter, but then production had to halt, and it just set everything back. And there's no way they can produce heats for Halloween or Christmas, which is probably a big time for them. Not one single person will miss them. Yeah. No, I know people that love peeps. <laughs> because I they're don't. there, but you never chase a peep down. You're never in the mood for a peep when you don't have one around. You're never like, uh, baby, you know, I should use a good couple peeps right now. <laughs> never. If they're there, you might actually eat them and they're okay, but you never just go. Because sometimes I'll be like, man, I sure would love some ice cream when I have no ice cream. Never have I been like, sure would love a purple bunny peep right now. <laughs> 
Well, some people use Peeps in their s'mores and say they're so good. So pro tip if you have any Peeps in your pantry. Uh, and shout out to Miranda Lambert because, you know, she has Mutt Nation, which is her nonprofit that helps uh, dogs and get them adopted, fostered out and everything. But now she's added a layer to it where she's helping um, with vet bills for musicians that have been off the road. So there's a lot of people she realized that even work with her that have these animals, but they're not working, so they can't pay these vet bills. So now she started the wagglefoundation.org slash muttnation. You can go there to donate, or she has a link up on her Instagram at Miranda Lambert. So if you're a member of the music community and you need funds to help your pet, you can apply for relief. All right, good for her. She does a lot for animals. Gotta love that. All right, there you go. Thank you, Amy. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. This dad thought it'd be fun to take his seven-year-old daughter camping over the night, and he took the dog Buck, and they're in Mount Hood National Park, and they spend the night in a tent, and they go for a hike. Only problem is they get lost. He starts hiking, and he can't find his way back. He mm. gets hurt. So they're just stranded. 48 hours, they don't show up. Wow. Mom calls. They were stranded for four, for two days? For two days. So mom calls the park ranger and says, hey, my husband and daughter and dog Buck never came back. They went out and found him 1,200 feet below where they were supposed to be because they went down a trail and he couldn't get back up it. Dad was just sitting there. Hurt. Wow. Hurt. Yeah. How's Buck, by the way? Uh, Buck's good, and Layla, the seven-year-old, is pretty good, too. That's good. I just want to know about Buck mostly. <laughs> all right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Doctors have some bad news for theater lovers. Doctors say it could be a year or so before you can safely go to a theater without having to worry about coronavirus. And all I think is Eddie goes to one of every two days. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've been twice since I got corona. Do you feel, though, a little invincible? Yeah. Yeah, until October. Doctor says I have antibodies till October. So as of now, I'm kind of like, let's live life for a little bit, and then we'll go back to just being safe. So at what date, though, do you go, I got to be aware. I, I, I'm going to put it somewhere mid-October because he said end of October, but to be safe, uh, right in the middle of the month, I'm going to like just pretend like I'm, I can get corona again. <laughs> pretend. <laughs> okay, let's go over to Amy for the morning corny. The morning corny. How can you tell it's a dogwood tree? How can you tell it's a dogwood tree? By its bark. That was the morning corny. My sister's coming to stay Thursday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Love that. She's going to drive over from Arkansas. She's never been to anywhere I've lived. Once I moved out of the house. She didn't come to Austin? No. Oh, wow. Surprised by that. Never. So she's going, her and her two kids are driving up. Thursday, I think they're going to leave when the show is over. It takes about six hours to get here. But then I'm like, what the crap do I do with them mm-hmm. for three days? Because it's kids, too. And it's coronavirus. COVID time. Yeah, it's tough. So I guess we'll... Uh, Kaylin had some ideas. Like, on Thursday night, we'll watch a movie in the movie room and eat pizza. And the kids will be good with that. Nice. We have a swimming pool, so we'll do that on Friday. Well, then I'm tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> then you're done. <laughs> But they probably want to swim every day, right? Yeah. yeah I think so. As long as it doesn't rain. Yeah. Of course. What, what do you think? Any tips, guys? Yeah. I mean, I think An 11-year-old and a 14, 15-year-old boy. As long as you've got, you have games, you've got good food, your house is equipped for kids, which is awesome. So you're you're golden, even with COVID. Because Eddie? 
So you know what I did with my kids the other day is I took them to downtown. There's a pedestrian bridge. Not a lot of people, and you're outdoors, and you can walk, and you get to kind of experience the downtown vibe from a distance. You're over the river, so it's kind of a cool view. But the kids care about that? I mean, they like they. my kids liked it. They thought it was cool to look over the river, yeah. and then you drive them down Broadway, and they're just like, what is this crazy? But ro- keep the windows rolled up. You don't want to expose them to that. <laughs> they don't want to breathe in the COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty excited. You know, I wasn't close to my sister for a long time. But I think Caitlin's been very instrumental in kind of rebridging that relationship. And so, it's, listen, we spent a bunch of time in Arkansas now because that's home for me. And so I was like, hey, come up. And so it's the first weekend I'm not on the road shooting my Nat Geo show. And they're going to come up Thursday. Love that. So we'll see how it goes. And how old are the kids again? 11 and 14 or 15. Okay. I can just probably put him in a room with a video game. I was going to say, too. and I'm like, hey, how about it? We'll check in in a few days. <laughs> and I have a 10-year-old and a 13-year-old. Let me know. They know yeah, how to play. Check in. Yeah. Uh, in a second, we got a couple things we're going to do. One, Lunchbox wants to spill the tea. Now, if you're not familiar with spilling the tea, it's a segment where someone comes on the show and says something that someone else on the show would not like them to say. It's like revealing a secret. And by someone, it's mostly Lunchbox. Well, we, uh, he does a lot of t- whoa, tea spilling. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But Sorry. He, he will be <laughs> spilling the tea on someone here coming uh, up next. Anyone want to? How do we know who? I mean, it can be anyone. Let's it, be yeah, real. Any, we're all. Who has a secret that Lunchbox would know, though? Because he knows a secret about someone. And he's going to reveal it coming up next. It's got to be Eddie or Ray because they have sore losers and they're always trying to throw each other under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when he does this. Like, Because really, it could be any of us. You're like, what does he know that we don't want out? Well, Do no. you know who yeah. it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not you, Bones? If it were me, I probably wouldn't do the segment. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know it is. So uh, we'll come back and laughs will be had by all but one person. Mm. All right. Uh, Lunchbox spills the tea next. All right, let's spill the tea. Let's spill the tea. Uh, Lunchbox ha- has come to me and said, I'd like to say something on the show and reveal someone's secret. So, Lunchbox, uh, come up to the microphone. It's all yours. Ah, uh, so this person has been lying to their spouse. Oh! That eliminates me and Morgan because <laughs> we're not married. Woo! And I guess, does it eliminate Ray? Because he's fiance. Uh, yeah, you can eliminate okay. Ray. Yeah! Oh, oh, great. It's just us two. Amy. So it's Amy or Scuba Steve. Oh, that's true, too. True. It could be Scuba Steve. Okay. Yes. Thank this you. person is married, and you're supposed to tell your spouse everything. Well, this one person decided, you know what? I'm spending a little more money than I led my spouse to believe, so they are lying to their spouse about how much they're spending on this certain activity they enjoy. It's activity. Eddie. It's totally it's Eddie. Eddie. Why? Because he doesn't know how I do spend I do? my money. It's Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie tells his wife he's only in one fantasy football oh my league. God. Because it costs money to get in these fantasy football leagues. When in reality, I think Eddie might be in three fantasy <gasps> football Lunchbox. leagues. Lunchbox. Oh. Stop. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just saying that Eddie tries to come off as this, oh, I'm the best husband ever, and I tell my wife everything. I've never but said that. In reality, he's lying to his wife because he doesn't want her to know how much money he's spending on fantasy football. So he tells her, I'm in just one league, honey. Dang it. Love you. Eddie, how many leagues are you in? Three. Well, two technically, but I've put in for three teams. And how how many did you tell your wife you've spent money on? One. And what is she going to say when she finds out otherwise? I'm hoping it's not a big deal. I mean. How much do you spend per team? What time is it right now? Is she listening? Uh, $100. (gasps) Oh. 
So, so yeah, <laughs> she she normally expects $100 a hundred dollars a season, but this year, see, here's the thing, Bones. We do one for the Sore Losers podcast, so that's a league, and I figured that's just work. I don't have to tell her about that one. Like it's part of work. That's a hundred dollars. But also in that league, there's a we play with listeners. There's one listener that couldn't pay for the money, so I said I'll pay for you for half of your winnings. So technically, I'm in for three. Okay. Dang it! Um, would you like to say something about Lunchbox and what he did to embarrass you? Yes. Would you like to spill that tea? Oh, thank you. Okay. For the hey, Raymundo, double tea spill. Oh, Play yeah. it again. Here we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's spill the tea. Buzz, that was great. Okay, so this weekend, I mean, oh, he's so annoying. We go, we we did charity work, you know, a while back, and we so we in return we got these free um, uh, night at a hotel, really nice hotel in town, and we go to check in. And they're like, oh, you guys are VIPs. That's all you needed for this guy to become a DB. Like A DB. <laughs> in- instantly, he's like, all right. not a defensive back, what right? Is that a dad bod? <laughs> no. Instantly, he's like, oh, we're celebrities. So he starts telling them, so as celebrities, what do I get? And then at the end, he asks the guy checking us in, would you like an autograph? <sighs> would you like to take a picture with me? And did he want to? No. The guy's <laughs> like, I don't even know who you guys are. <laughs> Look. I figured he knew we were a big deal when we get sent to the VIP room to check in, and he is sitting there across the desk, and I figured it's company policy, maybe, that they're not allowed to ask the celebrities for their you know, autograph or picture, and I wanted the guy to feel comfortable, like you guys always say, be nice to people, you know, you can't be a jerk to people, so... I'm sitting here sitting, man, this guy, front desk of the Opryland, sees this celebrity, he wants to ask for an autograph. So I said, hey, man, would you like an autograph? No, no, I'm good. So I don't know if he was just nervous. He's so probably intimidated I, by your celebrity. Right. And yeah. so then I said, how about a picture? Um, I had sure. you have audio here. Yes, Eddie, yes. tell me, tell me there's audio. Yeah, here. this is audio of him actually acting like a DB. Go ahead. Okay. That's it? Yeah. You're cool. All, you're all good. Need an autograph? Uh, I'm good. Thank okay. You. Picture? No? Just being able to talk to you has been... Okay. I just didn't know. I didn't know, you know, like, company policy, you weren't allowed to ask, so I thought I'd offer. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Have a great day. <laughs> oh, my God. He says, oh, no, we're good. <laughs> All right. Not well, cool, thank you, too, for spilling... Not cool, Spill the tea one more time. There it is. That was Let's Spill the Tea. <laughs> On my Instagram... Sometimes I'll just give away money on Venmo. I, uh, Mr. Bobby Bones is my name. And so I'll post up there, hey, just post your Venmo and I'll send you some cash. Here are some funny comments from country music artists. Jason Aldean. Hey, Mr. Bobby Bones, I need to get on some of that action. I haven't been able to work all year. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he hasn't. Jake Owen. He said, are you going to give it to me shirtless? <laughs> Every time I post on Instagram, it's always something about me being shirtless. He's such a troll. <laughs> Brothers Osborne posted, Bones better have my money. Chuck Wicks posted, oh yeah, Red Lobster tonight. And then uh, Kaylee Hammock asked for Olive Garden money. (laughs) Did any of them get picked? I sent Chuck five bucks and was like, uh, good luck with the cheddar biscuits or something. (laughs) The rest of them I didn't. didn't. But you can follow me on Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. The story is so bizarre. This woman was sentenced to prison for cutting off her hand for insurance money. And we had mentioned this when it happened. So there's an update because she's been sentenced. A woman went to unbelievable lengths to get a big payday. She cut off her hand. I don't know that I could do that. No, I could. say how much she got? Well, so she'll have to spend two years in prison. She hatched a plan with her boyfriend to collect an insurance policy. One million dollars was the goal. Okay. 
to get the loot, they had to cut off her hand with a circular saw oh. and then file a claim. How come he didn't have to do it, by the way? Like, how did she draw the short straw? Like, know. suck it up, it- dude. Yeah, come on. Uh, the insurance would have paid her half up front and the balance in monthly installments. She got busted, and the 22-year-old woman was sentenced to two years in prison. The boyfriend got three years. Dang. Bold, but stupid. I just don't think, even if you said, here's infinity money that I could take a saw and cut my hand off. No, I couldn't. No way. And she looks normal. I mean, she looks like Paris Hilton. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't say, I mean, well. That's really normal. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> that doesn't say much, boss. <laughs> so you're just saying she has blonde white girl She's pretty. Hair. Lunchbox, you'll do anything for money. If I said $1 million to stick your hand on this saw and cut it off, could oh, you do it? Man. I think it would just pull back. Oh, yeah, I think you would. Natural reaction would it be pull it out of there, but for a oh. million dollars, you could get a prosthetic, man. You'd have to, you'd have to tie it down. Yeah, he's talking about just doing it. Yeah. Close your eyes and look away. Ooh. And not be allowed to pull it back. Yeah. Like even that guy, what's that movie, 147 Hours? Yes. Even like doing that, you're stuck in a rock. That's mm-hmm. got to be hard too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, his leg got trapped under a rock and he had to break his own leg to get back. But then he got in the and saw his arm, right? Oh, I don't, was it leg or arm? <laughs> yeah, it was arm. arm. No, I never it saw arm, it. I only remember the story. Yeah, he was like this oh, and he had arm. to cut yeah, it yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't even know arm. how that, I would die jeez. there. Jeez, 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 jeez. A uh, guy's been jailed after crashing into a marked police car, and that alone would be, hey, dummy. But he had $145 million worth of crystal meth in his van. Dang. I would, If I were a criminal, I would just be so careful, especially for something like that. A courier who crashed a van packed with methamphetamine into two marked police cars. Mm. They now say it was one of the easiest drug busts they've ever made. <laughs> they came to them. Because the guy just came <laughs> flying in. Isn't that crazy? What are the odds? Yeah. So there you go. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A group of longtime best friends in California catch up in a weekly Zoom call, and one of those phone dates ended by saving Dorothy Ferris's life. She was talking with her friends, when they notice her slurring her words and slumping a little bit, and the women go, I think, I think she's having a stroke. They get in there on Zoom. She has a stroke while on Zoom. Intuitively, everybody just knew what role to take, to call 911, to call her husband, to stay on Zoom with her. So they all did their parts. Paramedics arrived. They got there quickly. She had surgery, and now she's able to walk and move her limbs, and she's doing well, considering. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. But they noticed on Zoom and sent people right in. That's awesome. She doesn't even know how to be thankful for the friends that saved her life. But that's a great story, and that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Coming up in the next 20 minutes or so, Morgan number 2 watched Cuties on Netflix to give us her review. Controversial movie, but Lunchbox watched it and said, hey, I think people are getting mad just because of the previews. And so Morgan watched it. We'll find out if the controversy is warranted. So that's coming up in a little bit. Now let's get over to the big story. Here we go. Bobby's Big Story. Last night on Dancing with the Stars, Carol Baskin's husband, Don, his family bought a commercial. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did not. (laughs) I have audio of it. Here we go. Hold on a second. So if you're not um, caught up on Tiger King... The family of Don Lewis, who is Carol Baskin's millionaire husband, who went missing in 1997, cut in, bought a commercial on Dancing with the Stars, and was like, hey, if you know anything about it, let us know. 
And so here you go. Here is a clip of the commercial that aired last night. Don Lewis mysteriously disappeared in 1997. His family deserves answers. They deserve justice. Do you know who did this or if Carol Baskin was involved? Ah. Oh. A $100,000 reward has been funded. You can call the tip line at 646-450-6530. Or call our office at 800-LITIGATE. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. And then she danced? I didn't. Do you know what part of the show that was? I didn't watch it live. It was before because she danced last. She, yeah, she was wow. last. Did she know oh. that commercial was airing? Yes, because I had heard it was going to air before the show started. Oh. So the family mentions their $100,000 reward. They dropped that number for the tip line. <laughs> I mean, wow. I don't think she did it. Mm. I don't think she had anything to do with it. But a lot of folks do. I've tried to get her on the show. Scuba, any luck with her? Even though she's on Dancing with the Stars? I know I said I didn't care anymore, but I kind of do again. <laughs> <laughs> so I originally, I hit her up a few weeks ago saying, hey, Bobby, I can give you some tips, any advice. She didn't respond. And then I hit her up again saying, I know you're de- definitely doing this. Just a couple minutes of your time. She's ghosting me now, so. I don't that know if is- ABC's got a hold of her and won't let her do interviews. No, that's not it. Okay. They're usually really good about that because they want people to go and promote the show. Yeah. Here's okay. who I would like to talk to, though. Okay. From that show. Uh, Monica from Cheer. Okay, yeah, And I that. have a relationship with her. We, t- we text, or not text, but we uh, DM. DM about Dancing with the Stars a little bit. Yeah. I would talk to AJ McLean again. Okay. He did send me his new number. What Apparently I texted the wrong number and was like, <laughs> hey man, good luck. I heard you're getting in. Oh. Apparently that was his old number. Um, and Carol Baskin. Those are the three I'd like to talk to. All right, I'll work on those for you. All right. Um, Mike, how did Nelly do last night? He's one of the ones I didn't get to see. He was okay. I thought he'd be a little bit better. Who was your favorite last night? I like Neve from Catfish. He was pretty good. Yeah, I think he has some dance experience, too. Okay. A catfisherman has... He's well, not, he's a, not fisherman. a catfisherman. You know the show Catfish, <laughs> where they trick people on the internet? Oh, I was thinking it was like that. <laughs> it was that. a movie, and Sorry. then it was a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know. I thought, I thought this was one of those deep sea shows on, like, oh. Nat Geo. <laughs> The deep sea catfish out there. (laughs) Trot lining. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. That kind of catfishing. Okay. Uh, Trot lining with the stars (laughs) on Nat Geo. Morgan Wallen chasing you is still really good, even though it's been out for a while. But his song, More Than My Hometown, that song comes on. That's a turn it up Mm. one, man. Do you know that one yet? Oh, I need to hear it, I guess. I love you more than a beer before you're 21. Love you. you know, I haven't heard that. Yeah, it's on all the time. I know, oh. but I must zone out or Ray, something. Ray, will you play some of that? You'll know it. You just don't know what it is yet. What do you mean? Uh, Morgan Wallen, more than my hometown. Um, let's see. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, top three songs of country music this week. Kane Brown, Cool Again. Because I just want to be cool again, cool again, cool again. Lee Bryce, one of them girls at number two. And Luke Combs, loving on you at number one this week. I've heard all those. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Hip hop DJ Khaled. Here's Pop Star. An alternative, your big song is All Time Low featuring Black Bear. It's called Monsters. Do you have more than my hometown? Because he's. You guys all know it. Yeah, I love you all and I feel them when the bass hits the hook. When the guy gets the girl at the end of the book. But baby, this might be the last time I get to lay you down. Cause I can't love you more than my hometown. Nothing, huh? Mm. No, I, you guys I, even I, listen to the station? Yeah. Like ever? It's on all the time. I hear no, cool again a lot. Okay. But, um, no, Here's a new one, good. too, you might not have heard yet. Here's Rich from Mary Morris. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to read you some facts in a second. They're going to blow your mind because we've been taught differently our whole life. 
but an example. If you have a cold, people say you should get lots of vitamin C. This is completely down to one single scientist ever named Linus Pauling, who had a theory that massive doses of vitamin C would cure colds. Tons of studies since then have shown he was wrong. Any benefits are minimal at best, yet everybody's still like, give vitamin C if you have a cold. When really, there are 10,000 things that are better, and this is one guy's opinion that just happened to continue to get rolled over. Wow. So what are we supposed to do? <laughs> well, you can do that if you want, but I'm saying it's not really a big part of fixing a cold. Oh, dang it. But I have a lot of these where you go, what the? Really? We'll do those coming up next. All right, people are debunking common facts. We all think these are true. They're not true. Here you go. These are all facts we learn as kids for the most part, and we hold on to them, and we even fight for them sometimes wrongly. You ever hear that if you touch a baby bird, the parents will abandon or kill it? Yes. yes. Not true. Oh. In reality, most birds don't even do that. If you help a baby bird back into its nest, as long as you try to touch, you don't try to touch the nest a lot, everything should be fine. Mm. You just helped a bird. Okay. Your head does not lose more heat than the rest of your body. That was a grandma tale. I that's why you had to wear a beanie. <laughs> Mm-mm. It's all about the same. And it, and what about in our hands and feet? All was- about the same. Okay. Give or take just a tiny bit, all about the same. Napoleon was known for being what? Small. Short. Right. But he wasn't. He was just the victim of good propaganda by the people that beat him in war. Dang. Because so many of the pictures that were painted of him then by even enemies were him of normal size on normal horses. <laughs> That's so mean. But he lost. So, when, listen, the winners do history. You win the war, you create the story of the war. Wow. Yeah. The idea, you know, you ever see in movies or TV shows they take that chloroform and they put it over their face and people yes. go, pass out. And they pass yeah. out. The idea that chloroform quickly knocks you out is false. In the real world, it takes several minutes. Not the second when someone runs up behind someone, puts it on them, and... <laughs> oh, well, that's a bummer. People out. base that on a movie. Mm-hmm. I always see those pro tips that say you should know your blood type in case of an emergency. Yes. This is a great one. And it's so the hospital can get you the right type. That's 100% incorrect. This is what a doctor says. We never take the blood type a person says they are. A patient remembering incorrectly equals a dead patient. And the hospital then gets sued. We always perform a blood test first. The only exception is a true emergency, and then we only give O negative blood anyway. Gotcha. That makes sense. That's good, because I don't know mine anyway. Me neither. (laughs) Uh, There's a claim that we only use 10% of our brains. Extremely false. We use way more than that. Here you go. That you have to wait 24 hours to report someone missing in the United States. You've heard that, right? Yes. Yeah. Probably TV and movies. There is no law about waiting. You don't have to wait. Push to make the police cooperate and list the person missing immediately when you suspect something isn't right. Don't lose precious time. It's extremely important if the person is truly missing. Mm. Yeah. Every minute counts. But did you know that? No, or I really thought... you just jumping on the bandwagon now? No. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm with that because it's so... It's, I've been confused by that because they say, okay, we're not going to do anything after it's been 24 hours, but then they say the first 48 hours are super crucial. That's true. That's <laughs> very contradicting. That means only 25 through 48 according to that logic. So... Can you actually do something? That's funny. The idea that there are left-brained and right-brained people who are either more artistic or more numbers-based, completely inaccurate. Oh, really? Your brains all around are different, not one side. Left-handed people are more creative. Okay, but you're just saying this because you've heard it. Nah, because you're left-handed. My dad's left-handed. Both creative. Uh, cracking your knuckles does not cause arthritis. Okay. Yeah, good. Okay, I have uh, one, one more. One more. That you have to put something in the mouth of someone seizing so they don't swallow their tongue. 
or for any reason whatsoever, do not do this ever, they say. Never oh. put something in someone, because I'll choke on it. Okay. Oh. I never knew that. Yeah. Okay. There you so go. good. How you feel about all that? <laughs> I feel, I, I guess, good, but lied to also. Mm. Uh, here's one other one that I didn't do, but I feel like might as well. I'm fun with these. The Back in the day, medieval people, ancient people, only lived to be 32 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was the median age. And if they lived to that, people now consider them ancient. But the problem is, if you got to be 12, you were going to live for a normal life. It was just the the infant child mortality rate was so high. And so that factored into the, the middle, average. the average death rate. Mm-hmm. Got it. So you had a bunch of, I mean, even now, it's not 100% safe that a baby's born and everything's healthy, you know? Mm-hmm. But back then it was, I imagine 50-50, you just kind of rolling the dice. And so... So many babies didn't make it that factored mm-hmm. into the average lifespan of someone. So once you made it to like 12 or 15, you kind of were going to make it until 80 unless you died of a spear attack or mm-hmm. something like that. <laughs> the spear attack Which was all editorial by me. Yeah. Probably but, common back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, a couple things. In a second, Morgan number two will review cuties. Very controversial because it's about young kids learning to dance. And some people are like, you shouldn't have that up. Some people are like, hey, not that big of a deal. One of those people was Lunchbox. He watched it, said it wasn't that big of a deal. Ryan, I thought it had a very deeper, me- a lot deeper message than what just the dancing. So Morgan watched it, and she, as a young female, is going to give us her opinion. And then also Lunchbox got a bunch of mean messages about his opinion <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I'm still debating on if we read them on the air or not, or just do them in the post show. Oh, I went in a downward spiral in his comments on his post. And yeah, there. I I never really do that, but I spent way too much time over there. But I couldn't believe like both sides back and forth, like ping pong. Never go into the comments. That's like (laughs) that's like an alley in a bad part of town. You know, without an end, like you get trapped in there. (laughs) This movie on Netflix is called Cuties, and it's in the news a lot because it's about young kids, young girls learning to dance, and they're going, "Hey, this is over sexualizing young girls." And some are going, no, this is just dance now. And if you're saying that, you're just old. And your parents said the same thing to you about what you were doing when you were a kid. And it's the constant cycle of, ooh, I don't know if we should do that. I'm not watching it because I'm slipping creepy to me. <laughs> but Lunchbox did watch it. And you said what? I thought it was a very good movie with a very deep message about the pressures young girls face in society and how they're using social media. It's- did you spend all night writing that? That's a pretty wow. good answer. No. My, wife were talking- debate prep. <laughs> yeah. my wife hey. and I my wife and I were talking about it and they were like, she was like, people just don't want to believe that this is how social media is used by kids and they want to just turn a blind mm-hmm. eye, but that's really what's going on. Man, if some, it's, somebody if, went to the synonyms page, right. typed in his words, and got the big synonym for it. That's good. I like that. Well, I haven't watched it. If Lunchbox is, if what he's saying is true, then I would, this movie should be used as a warning for parents to monitor social media by kids. And let's take a look at what we're allowing out there. And if you want to have an impact or create change, start within your own family and try there. What do you think about that? I agree with you. And then parents online are saying, my kids don't do that. Nope. Kids aren't doing that at at my kid's school. And and that's when I'm like, no, that's exactly why they have this movie. Because this is exactly what's going on. You don't realize it. They're not going to come and tell you that they're posting these provocative videos on TikTok or whatever. Boy, they are too. Holy crap. Sometimes I don't even want to look at TikTok. 
because it's kids on there doing dances. I don't even want to see because mm-hmm. I don't need the TikTok thinking I like that and sending me more of them. So I don't like to just get off of them as yeah, fast as possible. Yeah, because that's what TikTok will do. It's an algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go to Morgan. Morgan, you watched Cuties. I did. What'd you think? I have a lot of thoughts. Go ahead. <laughs> um, while I agree it was a good movie and the, the point of it was there, I skipped through a lot of scenes. I was really uncomfortable for a lot of the dance moves. Like, I was watching it as if it were my niece or it was Amy's kids, and I'm like, I can't watch this. This feels uncomfortable for me to watch kids doing this. Just like you just said, I don't want to watch TikTok because these kids are doing it. That's what it felt like, right? So I was about like an hour in, and I fast-forward to the end to see kind of what happened in the really controversial scene, and it was bad. It was The dancing scenes were pretty vulgar, compared to they could have shared the message they were trying to do without the vulgarity that they did, if that makes sense. Well, my only question would be, would we be talking about the message that we're trying to present if the vulgarity wasn't presented as something that you should fix? Because I don't think this would be a conversation unless they purposefully went over to make people talk about how not positive it is. Also, some of the dances mm. that they did, the videos they filmed, were pu- they were putting them on social media to get likes. Yeah. And so the girls felt the pressure to dr- dress provocatively and dance provocatively to get more likes. And that's exactly how it is in society. So I think they represented it perfectly. It sounds like it was uncomfortable for a reason. Yes, it was yeah. meant to be uncomfortable. So people would talk and about that's it. that's why I'm not watching it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Morgan. Sorry. I will say, though, that the, the film has like this kind of indie documentary type feel. But then it's like you realize they actually hired these actors to do this. So that's also kind of why I think it's difficult to watch is that they hired somebody to do this. Parents allow this. They're young kids. It's not like you're watching a young girl and this is her real life kind of thing, which is the vibe that they do it. I think that's why it's really difficult to watch. Or you know how sometimes to they have an older person play the role of a younger person? In in a lot of shows, they're a lot older than you think, but they hired – these are actual children. They're actual 11-year-olds. Yeah, Dylan on 90210 Yeah, was he was so 51 <laughs> playing exactly. a 16-year-old. Yeah. Hey, kids. <laughs> I mean – Okay, so Morgan, what would you give it movie-wise if you were rating it just if it was a straight movie review? Straight movie review, I'd give it like 2.5 out of 5. Wow. I definitely had to skip through some things that I wouldn't ever watch again. Lunchbox is over here like five out of five. No, I, I didn't say it was five, but I said the message is very important. Like people are just concentrating on the dancing and they're saying, oh, this doesn't go on at my kid's school. This is exactly what goes on. It makes you uncomfortable because you don't want to believe that's what 11 and 12 and 13 year olds are doing. But the message was really important. It was a solid, solid movie. Well, you were getting crushed online. Oh, man. And we'll not talk about it here because there was a lot of pedo thrown in lunchbox oh, yeah, yeah but we'll do it in the post show <gasps> yeah. where we'll read a bunch of the comments we, we after this show is over we keep going and you can only hear that on the podcast but we'll read some of those comments back on the post show on the podcast it's brutal it's brutal i want to give you an update though some good news here blanco brown you guys remember yes yes, yes. gonna do the two-step so he was in that really bad uh, head-on collision near his home in atlanta he suffered significant injuries, was transported to a local hospital where he underwent a 12-hour surgery to address what had happened. He has since relocated out of ICU following an additional 12-hour surgery and is continuing his recovery in the hospital. 
His team of doctors do not anticipate Brown requiring any additional surgeries, and they do expect him to make a full recovery. Mm, yeah, that's awesome. That great news? Yes. I was just wondering about him. Well, you're in luck because I just yeah. got the I know. <laughs> And, and awesome how that works. Yeah, I love um, it. All right, let's do Jason Aldean Got What I Got, Bobby Bone Show. Hey, call us if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. Not about cuties, though. We're done with that. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Research reveals the names of the people who complain the most. For women, the top five names are Sarah, Sue, Susan. At number two is Karen. Oh, nice. Oh. I was waiting mm. for that. And number one is Kim. Huh. Maybe it should have been a Kim. Stop being such a Kim. <laughs> uh, the biggest male complainers are, well, number six, the only person on our show, Steve, Scuba Steve. Uh, but <laughs> Andrew, Mark, John, David, and Paul, all from the Bible. Wow. No, it's just a bunch of biblical folks wow. complaining all the time. Those are your biggest complainers. Uh, Amy, what's going on today? I have a Capital One event with Keith Urban today, so mostly just- Virtual? That, yeah, totally virtual. What about you? I'm doing an interview with Nikki Six, who was- and Motley Crue uh, for the Bobby cast. I'm doing, I have a haircut, I have a fitting where they got to come over and put the clothes on me for tomorrow's ACM awards and ACM has to go, okay, we accept it. I think they just don't want me showing up in like a toga yeah. <laughs> yeah. or like a thong sports bra combo. Right, because you could. Yeah, I just have to do that. Um, I have a call with Purina today because I'm doing a bunch of work with them for service dogs, for vets. Um, not veterinarians, vets, like people who have fun um, or served. Okay, that's it. That's it for now. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you then. Bye. The Bobby Bones Show.